When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all season long with your host, Calvin Wright. What's going on, everybody? Thank you all so much for stopping by and checking out the new video. Uh, Like we said earlier, uh, we'll be breaking down the wildcard weekend matchups that are going to be coming up. Super, super excited. My name is Lawrence, a.k.a. Law, host of The Catch. And this is my buddy Calvin, aka the Prophet. What's going on, man? Uh, I'm ready to talk about some football. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. It's going to be a great weekend. I'm super, super excited about it. Um, I mean, a lot of really big games. A lot of people that maybe some teams that I didn't really think at the beginning of the season, uh, to be honest, we're going to have. Uh, you know that we were going to see them. Oh yeah, like the uh, Titans. This late in the, season. the Titans. Oh, for no me. kidding. I didn't. Yeah. But when they switched to Tannehill, he's been phenomenal. He's right. <laughs> He's he's really taken that he got that second chance in the NFL and he has not looked back. Oh no, no, not at all. And uh, I mean, for people like that, you only really get one shot. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, starting off with the Miami Dolphins, he didn't really get much of an opportunity. <laughs> starting um, off with Adam Gase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding, no kidding, he's, man, uh, no kidding. Well, uh, let's quick recap of the season, mm-hmm. uh, man. Start off by telling me who you think exceeded uh, your expectations on the on the season whether it be an NFL team or a fantasy football player whatever you whatever you think what are you working with They're really the first one that comes to my mind a little bit obvious but man Lamar Jackson he was he sure. was insane sure. and I did like Lamar Jackson coming into the season in a in a fantasy point of view just because of the r- rushing ability he had but 415 points in one season, it, that's incredible, especially given Nuts. that since 2002, I looked this up today, since 2002, four players have hit 400 points. Since LT, 2002? Yep, LT did it in 2006, <laughs> Manning did it in 2013, and now Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, they've gone back-to-back okay. years going over 400. So that was just a wow. phenomenal year from him. Sure. And uh, I guess one other, to just to give another position, Chris Godwin. He was great. Oh, absolutely. Especially given that he's technically the wide receiver two on his team. Right. uh, It was too bad when he went down with the injury late in the season, but man, he he was, for for someone who was drafted in round five, four or five, you know, he was incredible. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And and Chris Godwin was a guy, um, so start, just kind of starting over here, Lamar Jackson, I wasn't the highest on him. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I've been watching him play uh, since he was in Louisville. I remember him playing in college, and I remember thinking, man, this guy's really special. Um, but I also grew up a big Vince Young fan. Oh, yeah. So Got I could, the Titans I could, jersey on right now. <laughs> yes. Oh, there you go. There you go. So I, I kind of saw that correlation um, with Lamar Jackson and obviously Vince Young. Vince Young, unfortunately, was a bit ahead of his time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Lamar Jackson, when he came in, uh, and then just the the job that Greg Roman and that that entire offense bringing in Mark Ingram. Oh and, yeah, you, know, you think of you think of the talent that they have even at the wide receiver position. 
I mean, they're working with guys like Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed, uh, yeah. You know, rookies. I, Right. No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And then moving on to to Chris Godwin, like you said, he was definitely uh, one of the guys that I had on my list as well. Uh, I was extremely high on him coming into the season. I didn't think that he would t- turn up to be like a wide receiver one. I but <laughs> Yeah, he was, but, I, I think, mean, before injured, I think he was a top two wide receiver. <laughs> it was incredible. No, no, absolutely. It was it was crazy, crazy. And I mean, you think of the uh, the production that the offense could have if uh, you know Jameis Winston could keep it <laughs> keep it on his side, but uh, you know that's kind of beside the point. My guy, though, that I really um, not that he flew under the radar just because you know I, I knew who he was, but Devonte Parker. Oh uh, yeah, you know, especially especially being you know like we said with the Miami Dolphins, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, but he really came on, finished the season with seventy two receptions. Yeah, um, finished with. 1200 or so yards nine touchdowns finished as the wide receiver i believe 11 on the season yeah so. and back half of that season he was a top five guy right no no absolutely he definitely uh you know pushed some people through their playoffs mm-hmm. uh, maybe even to uh whether you call it a super bowl or just a championship whatever the case may be but uh phenomenal phenomenal yeah, he came from on a guy strong that, do you remember what his adp was I didn't have a chance to uh, to look that up. I don't. You, I, I could just, check, but no? it was late. I know it was late. Oh, no, no, he absolutely. Was, I mean, absolutely. during draft season, no one wanted any piece of the Dolphins. And even through the first several weeks, you could still get them right. off waivers. That was how, right. that, how late no, he was. No, you're right. You were, so, you're yeah, right. I didn't, was, I didn't think about that. That was phenomenal of him. Absolutely. And now that, I, now that you say that about the waiver wire, actually in the league that I host, um, through the first couple of weeks, he was actually on the waiver wire. And he had a good game, and, and nobody picked him up. And I'm thinking, nah, there's no way it's going to keep happening. There's no way it's going to keep happening. Yeah. And sure enough, it, man. It kept sure happening. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So great, great season for, uh, you know, fantasy football for both of those guys. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but, but tell me who you think, moving on to just kind of the next point here, who do you think has a bright future right now. I mean, maybe a guy that, that showed some, uh, you know, showed some flashes, um, you know, that, that type of thing. Who do you think we should be keeping an eye on, um, kind of moving, uh, moving further here? Well, at the quarterback position, uh, one that I think could be kind of the next Lamar. I don't think he'll score over 400 like Lamar did, but kind of that same skill set with a rushing ability, Kyler Murray, he, right rushed for over 500 yards, 3,000 passing yards. If he can cut down on the turnovers, convert in the red zone more, he's a he's a great fantasy option. Even this year, he was the number eight quarterback on the season, which it felt like he wasn't that good, but just that rushing ability, it's kind of a fantasy cheat code. So he's it one really I'm keeping is. an eye on going into the second year if they can improve that offensive line. And then right. I've got one more, Devin okay. Singletary. I loved him all offseason, and he averaged over five yards per carry, but he only had two touchdowns this season since Gore was there to take some of the the touchdown work on the goal right. line. But at the back half of the season, he was kind of becoming a workhorse back. He can catch the ball. So if they can move on from Gore in the offseason, I could see Singletary being, you know, a top 15 running back given his skill set. Yeah, no, no, I'm right there with you. I, I really liked uh, Devin Singletary. I picked him up actually in a few of my drafts um, just because I knew, you know, Frank Gore was obviously the RB1 coming into the mm-hmm. season. But uh, but every opportunity that Devin Singletary got to take advantage, uh, man, he, he, <laughs> he took advantage it. of it. He, yeah, yeah he just... no, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm sitting there eating uh, Thanksgiving dinner, watching him, uh, I mean, absolutely <laughs> run all over my Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah, that so, trick play with here, a yes. throw. <laughs> Oh my gosh, man. Anyways, anyways, 
<laughs> Let's move on here. <laughs> uh, so I got one guy, uh, a guy that uh, I saw a whole lot of uh, being in the NFC East, but Terry McLaurin. Oh, yeah. Uh, out of the Ohio State, man. Uh, that is, I mean, wide receiver university. What do you think? Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas, uh, yeah. They, Curtis Samuel? They produce a lot uh, of great, great skill they, positions. They really do. They really do. He unfortunately didn't quite eclipse the thousand yard mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven touchdowns, but a couple of things that really stood out to me: ninety eight point two percent snap share, fourth in the entire league. Oh yeah, twenty three percent target rate. I mean, and and his average, uh, you know, yards per tar- target nine point nine yards. Uh, so those are definitely things that you want to look for. The number one wide receiver. Yeah, this definitely. is a guy who I think even coming into the twenty twenty season. I think you could see him going into the early to mid round. So somebody that you can definitely have with some wide receiver one upside. What do you think? Yeah, it's definitely interesting because we've got a lot of turnover on the Redskins team. Dwayne Haskins, he's going to be the quarterback, and he's going to be a lot better this season. That's Terry McLaurin. When you take in consideration what he did with the coaching and quarterbacks throwing to him, it's even more impressive. So with Ron Rivera there and Dwayne Haskins another year under his belt, and if they can keep Darius Geis healthy and make that, you know, a well-balanced offense, I could see him right. being a wide receiver one. He has the skills, and he, he definitely flashed this season. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you brought up the the Darius guy situation. Uh, this is a question that's been kind of floating around with me, especially over the last few weeks after Darius Geis actually went down again for mm-hmm. the second or third time. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, you think that this team, uh, you know, they got dra- great draft capital coming up in this, uh, this, you know, this year's draft. There's a lot of guys, you know, I don't think they can get like a J.K. Dobbins or anything like that. But there are a lot of uh, running backs in this draft. Yeah, no. Yes, yes. Very, very running back heavy this draft. Do you think that they stick with guys and, and give them <laughs> another shot? Or do you think that uh, they, they do spend maybe a second or third rounder on a running back? It's definitely interesting because he's shown us he has the talent. That was never a question with Darius Geis, but he just can't stay healthy. And I could definitely see them moving on, given that this is a new coach, new new coordinators coming in. They may want to kind of have a fresh start. But I I think they keep him on the team. And if he can stay healthy, I would love to have him on my fantasy team next year. He's incredible running back. Right. But but I just I don't think you can trust him. So that's going to be one of the most interesting things to watch this offseason is how the Redskins handle that backfield. A lot of question marks. Darius Geis can't stay healthy. Adrian Peterson, he's like 45 years old. So just, right. see what, <laughs> just see what that team does with the new coaches and a lot of old injury-prone players because they could right. be great, but they could also stay kind of a bottom feeder in the NFL. It's going to be interesting right. to see. No, no, absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, like I, like I mentioned with the draft capital, I think uh, that this defense can really take a huge step up. You know, Josh uh, Norman, I'm going. Yeah, Josh Norman here. I'm going blank. Uh, Josh Norman, you know, if he can step up his production mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm not saying, you know, get back to the to the caliber that you were at when when you were with uh, the Panthers. But maybe Ron Rivera can kind of spark yeah. something in that. But then you talk about edge rushers like Montez Sweat being on the team who, uh, you know, I know the Redskins didn't beat the Cowboys the other day, but it seemed like Montez Sweat was a part of every play similar to how, um, you know, um, what with the 49ers. Uh, Bosa um, not, or Bosa no. yeah. Bosa yes yes Nick Bosa I'm going blank man. <laughs> uh, but it seemed like they're kind of a part of every play and then you think about being able to add somebody like Chase Young oh so yeah Montez Sweat and Chase Young I mean it really could take that take that defense yeah to that's a another team level, so. that that's a team that could be like the 49ers this year where no one expects anything sure. and then suddenly they're you know in the, in the playoffs 
Sure. No, absolutely. And as a matter of fact, just kind of backtracking here, uh, the 49ers actually allowed 27 points per game in 2018. So you can just kind of see what somebody like a Nick Bosa can do uh, just coming off the edge and being somebody that can, you know, stop the stop the uh, screens and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the wide receiver screens and things like that. So definitely a, a huge, huge part of, of any NFL team, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, but but Moving on, man. Uh, disappointing seasons. Uh, as much as as great football from a lot of young people that we saw, there was a lot of people that we came into this season expecting great results for. Who's the first guy that stands out to you? Oh, a lot come to mind. Uh, I, uh, I <laughs> burned I had, by a couple of them. <laughs> I, yeah, definitely. This was the hardest because you sent me the yeah. notes, and I I had to pare it down to just a few players. <laughs> right, uh, right. No, Odell absolutely. Beckham. He's yeah. he's I think the first that comes to mind. He was drafted first, right. second round, depending on league. He finishes the wide receiver thirty one on the season. Yeah. It just he was in a bad situation, bad coaching. But he didn't help himself much. Most career drops this season. So that's going to be another player. Interesting to see where his ADP ends up this offseason because he obviously is talented, but it's been several years now since he's been really an elite fantasy option, whether it's due to injuries or now the situation he's been in. Sure. No, no, absolutely. And, you know, I thought uh, I was... I was always a little skeptical when it came to OBJ just because Jarvis Landry being mm-hmm. there, Nick Chubb adding Kareem Hunt, uh, David Njoku when I thought, you know, of course he was going to be healthy. Yeah, before uh, I just missed. thought maybe there was a lot of uh, a lot of attention that was going to be directed at other players. Um, now, I didn't think that it was going to be this type of season. <laughs> I, I can't remember exactly how many touchdowns that he finished with. but I think uh, it was I four. Def- four, think. right. I was going to say I think I've got more fingers on on my hands than how many touchdowns <laughs> yeah, he got. Yeah, so it wasn't a lot. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Who, who's your who's your runner up here? Because I'm gonna see if if we're on the same page with this one. Because I got, I mean, uh, burned, well, burned by this guy. I've got OJ Howard, but I've also got but, the Chargers team as a whole. <laughs> uh, yes, no, the, absolutely. Because I I put OJ Howard in, and I thought, no, the Chargers. That was a team that was supposed to be. You know, the team that this is their year, they're going to be Super Bowl contenders. They made the playoffs right. last year, and they mm-hmm. went nowhere but down. Phillip Rivers, a terrible performance in many games, just off target. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the uh, the Melvin Gordon holdout, but after those first couple games, they just seemed off. That team just, it wasn't, it didn't match. They missed right? out on the playoffs, right. fired their offensive corner, what whatnot. But they were a team that had a lot of high hopes. Now, fantasy-wise, mm-hmm. they still let some had some good players fantasy wise but sure. just in the NFL as a team the Chargers I they had to be yeah. one of the biggest busts besides the Browns yeah no no absolutely you think they move on from Philip Rivers I I I think they do definitely uh, I, I feel like how can you not right how can you not at this point right Right. I mean, especially with the weapons that they have, you talk mm-hmm. about Keenan, Keenan Allen, Allen, Mike you know, Williams, no, yeah, they've Mike got Williams, a lot. Hunter Henry. I mean, no, no excuses at, at really at this point. Now, I know uh, that their defense um, didn't have the type of season that it did in 2018. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, you got to find a way on on either side of the ball to try and get something going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to dive into mine because this guy burned me big time. Uh, a lot of uh, I, got, I pretty much got jumped by about a handful of my friends on this one. Um, but David Johnson, man, David Johnson. And and here I was, man, beating, I was beating my chest for the first six weeks. Oh yeah. Uh, He, you know, he, he's, he's absolutely going off, ends up finishing the season with 
345 yards rushing, 3.7 yards per carry, two touchdowns. I mean, finishes, I believe, as the RB37 and this oh. guy that was going in the first round. So it, He really has horrible. no excuses is the thing. There, I mean, right. you can say the back injury, but that was apparently minor. He just looked right. didn't look the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, yeah, he was a huge bust. Very disappointing, yeah. especially at the running yeah. back position because it's hard to find replacements a lot of times. It really is. It With really Odell, is. And Kenyon Drake, of all people, comes in and, <laughs> uh, and, and does his thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely that type of thing. And since you dropped uh, uh, the the Chargers into the mix, I'm going to go ahead and stay in Los Angeles and go with the Rams. Oh, you know, yeah. We're talking about a team that was in the Super Bowl last season. Uh, golf, 16 interceptions. Uh, my question is, is I mean, is what's the deal with Todd Gurley? I mean, is is this going to be a situation where we're going to see that regression from here on out? Because we're talking about a guy that uh, that could have you know. If, if he was healthy in a, in a full lengthy career, we're talking a guy that could could have shattered records. You know yeah. what I mean? On what he was on pace for. It's so. going to be interesting to see what they do because obviously, I mean, you watched last season, watch this season. Mm-hmm. He is what makes that offense click. He right. he really is. And without him, they, they just weren't the same team. They didn't have that because he was a great receiver, a great rusher. So it's going to be interesting right. if they can get him healthy enough to you know use in each game. If not, you True. really have to wonder: Do they try to draft a running back at some point? Right. Because they, right. Jared Goff, he can be good when he has an elite running back in that backfield, right. and they right. have the defense. They really do now with Ramsey on there. So there, that's going to sure. be interesting to see too this off season. It, it really, it really is. And you know that they've got a lot of money going out. Jared Goff, uh, if I read it correctly, will be one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league next year. So. Um, Definitely going to need to step up um, on all cylinders for for the Los Angeles mm-hmm. Rams to have any chance. And Brandon Cooks, I mean, he's got about 100 concussions in the last <laughs> two seasons. Um, so I'm curious to see what's going to happen with that because uh, that's a pretty disappointing deal. Yeah, it was Brandon a- Cooks, one of my favorite players in the league. Yeah, disappointing season all around there. Right. No, absolutely. So rebounding off the disappointing seasons uh, from a couple of these guys, uh, let's talk about a couple of the league leaders, uh, starting with Jameis Winston. Uh, He did finish with, uh, as the passing leader in the NFL, 5,109 yards, uh, 60.7% completion, 33 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, overall QB rating of about (laughs) 84.3. It was um, Jameis Winston... I think is always going to be Jameis Winston. Yeah. Uh, and with Bruce Arians coming in, a lot of people hoped that, you know, he'd cut down on the turnovers, but all it did is just make Jameis Winston even more of that. Right. And it was I don't I think that's the record, the 5030 for 30 that will stand a long time because it's remarkable oh, no, no, that sure. he threw 30 interceptions, seven of which were pick mm-hmm. sixes, and he yep. didn't get benched. Because he was good oh, enough no. on the other side to throw five thousand, it, it was very you know, strange. That's a tough. That's a tough spot for Bruce Arians. It's going right to be there. yeah. That's that's, a tough spot. that's with so many quarterbacks in this upcoming draft class, and they've got a pretty mm-hmm. early pick. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with Winston if they move on or give him one more chance. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely is. Did you see? Now we're recording this on Thursday, and this is a picture that went viral today. Did you see the uh, Reddit guy predict exactly? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Oh my goodness! What are the chances? That was, the yeah, chances? I saw that yesterday. Some guy he predicted Jameis Winston's exact stat line. Yes, <laughs> that yes, that is unbelievable, unbelievable, man. Moving on to a guy that definitely proved his point this season. Derrick Henry. Oh man. Finished this year's as the rushing leader. 1,540 yards, 
20 touchdowns, 5.1 yards per carry. How about this guy, man? Yeah, he he led in rush yards, led in rushing attempts, tied in first in, with rushing touchdowns. He led in every important stat for a runner. It was, it's just an incredible for, season for Derrick Henry, especially he wasn't drafted as a first-round guy. He was drafted right. second round, maybe even third, depending on the league. And the fact that he could come in, he really proved the point that he well he debunked and proved the point at the same time that you can't be a good fantasy running back without catching the ball because he proved you right. can be but he also showed Absolutely. that to do that you have to be the best pure rusher out of right. everyone in every category so it's no, gonna be no, interesting absolutely. if he can repeat that or see if they can get him involved in the passing game at all you hope they can right Right. No, absolutely. And he's a guy that, uh, I mean, I saw him take a couple of screen passes to the house, you know, so uh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, once you start running the ball uh, quite a bit, you establish the run, you get those linebackers to Mm -hmm. uh, kind of bite up a little bit. And it really just opens up everything for your team. Uh, And Ryan Tannehill would agree with me on that. one. (laughs) Yes, I think so. (laughs) Uh, So moving on to uh, the receiver, we're talking about the NFL record holder in receptions with 149 receptions. Michael Thomas, Finished with 1,725 yards in the regular season, nine touchdowns. This guy had an absolutely incredible season. He didn't fly under my radar, but he definitely exceeded Mm -hmm. uh, my expectations for him. What do you think? He's incredible. And he did it. He showed us the one thing maybe Dynasty or Keeper League owners were worried Mm -hmm. about is what happens to Michael Thomas when Drew Brees leaves. And he showed us he can still be an elite wide receiver one without Drew Brees. Mm -hmm. They had Teddy Bridgewater in there for several games. And he just continued to be just the best. And right. I think I think we could see him being drafted very early next year. So I think right. a lot of people will be scared to draft him. But I think he continues with this because he's, no, he's no, been absolutely. doing it his whole career. Absolutely. Yes, sir. I now, mean, even since uh, Ohio State. Go ahead. One wide, one wide receiver I want to mention because I feel like no one's talking about him. Kenny Galladay. He actually beat out Michael Thomas in touchdowns. Kenny Galladay finished the season, I think, as the wide receiver three. Yep. Which yes. he's been so under the radar his whole career. And he did right. that with David Blow starting a bunch. He's someone I, I wanted to mention him in the exceeded expectations and bright futures. But he's someone right. who I think should be drafted very early next year. And I don't think he will. No, I, I totally agree with you there, especially when you're talking about uh, how he- healthy will Matthew Stafford be whenever mm-hmm. he comes back. Uh, you know, of course, uh, you know, Kenny Galladay had a lot of production uh, when he was there. I mean, Marvin Jones even did also. So uh, we're talking about a pair of guys that uh, I would love to have on my fantasy team Yeah, that, any, that, any, any year. That team's just committed to throwing the ball. Yeah, they really are. They really are. And uh, I mean, their defense isn't going to stop anybody. So uh, the offense <laughs> might as well try to put up some points. For sure. Now, before we we move on to the uh, wild card breakdown, I wanted to I wanted to say this one stat I saw when I was looking up this stuff, and it's crazy. This past year, there were so many players that were just so dominant at their positions. Michael Thomas in PPR formats, he outscored that number two wide receiver by ninety eight points, and Lamar wow. outscored the number two quarterback by seventy eight. And this is the crazy one we haven't mentioned him, but Christian McCaffrey outscored the number two running back Henry. By 157 points, which averages out to almost 10 points more each week Mm -hmm. than the number Mm -hmm. two overall running back. So this 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 year was really crazy in that there were several just a few players that were on a whole other level. We don't see that every year. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Just a phenomenal season. 
I agree. I agree. You know, there, there was people that, uh, you know, are saying, man, I told you so. I told you to draft Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> and it's like, well, no, you know, no crap. We're not going to not draft Christian McCaffrey. But we definitely didn't think he was going to have the season that he had. Yeah. You know, a thousand yards on the ground, a thousand yards receiving. Uh, just a phenomenal, phenomenal year. And uh, the kid's only 23. He's young. Uh, and I don't I don't see any type of regression. I, I don't see it. I know they say, you know, uh, backs that get this type of volume. Um, you know, they start to uh, to weather away pretty quickly, but He's this guy's weathering athlete. the storm. I, I, Absolutely. Uh, I did an article on him this past off season. I talked about him. I loved him coming into the season. But I, I found out from his days at college to all his games in the NFL, he has mm-hmm. missed one game for injury. Wow. One game. Wow. He's a very durable mm-hmm. running back. He's not like Dalvin sure. Cook, but he's just incredible. Right. <laughs> so that's all you can right. say. Third ever no, to absolutely. get that 1,000, 1,000. Michael Thomas and Christian McCaffrey definitely had phenomenal seasons. Um, you know, there's no doubt about that one. But let's move on to uh, what I'm most, most excited about, the most fun time of the NFL season, and we're talking about the NFL playoffs. This weekend, we start with the NFL wildcard. Uh, it's going to be a great lineup of games. Bills at the Texans. We've got the Titans. Uh, I'm sorry. Bills at the Texans. Uh, Titans at the Patriots. Vikings at the Saints. Seahawks at the Eagles. Let's start off with... The Bills at the Texans Saturday at three thirty-five Central Time, and what time were where you're from? Uh, four thirty-five here Eastern. Four thirty-five. Four thirty-five Eastern Time. Perfect. Perfect. Um, you know, so definitely going to be a great game. This is definitely, um, you know, whenever I'm, whenever you know, I wanted to mention these guys in my exceeded expectations, but both the Bills and the Texans. Bills just because I didn't feel like they had the weapons. Uh, on offense I knew that their defense was going to be um, pretty solid uh, mm-hmm. but on the Texan side of the ball just uh, coach Bill O'Brien I mean I just uh, um, I definitely think he's right there with Jason Garrett as a uh, bottom tier kind of, yeah. <laughs> of, uh, of of coaches for sure um, but but what do you think what do you think the turnout's going to be in this one how you feeling buddy uh well first of all it's going to be really fun to watch just that Traverius Tredavious White versus Hopkins, two of the best at their positions going against each other. That's going to be really fun to watch. White, he's ranked second in passer ratings allowed. 46.3 is the passer rating when throwing at him. And he's been targeted, his receiver has been targeted 84 times this past season, and he hasn't allowed a single touchdown, which is incredible. So that's going to be a great matchup to watch. And then I think a lot of it comes down to Singletary, if they can get the ground game going, because that's something that the Texans don't necessarily have much of either. But Singletary, no, no, he sat out last week, uh, but he played a season-high 96% of snaps in Week 16. He's on the field, and this this Texans rush defense is a bottom-five rush defense. I think Singletary can be a difference maker in this game. No, I, I definitely agree with you there. I really think that on both sides of the ball, it's going to really come down to the to the run game. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure when the Bills come into this game, they're going to know, obviously, Deshaun Watson, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Keep an eye out for both of those guys. Will Fuller will be um, probably extremely, extremely doubtful. I'll be really surprised if he's able to make it back into this one. Uh, Kiki QT just has not turned out to be the, uh, the player um, this year that we saw last year. Um, you know, I don't know if you if you were any high on him coming into this season, but uh, mm-hmm. again, he just hasn't been the the wide receiver that we saw last year. Uh, and then you talk about Deshaun Watson, a guy who's performed at a at a at a 
decent level, very, very well, uh, I should say. Not not excellent, not uh, not regressing, uh, but just kind of staying the same, being a playmaker, being able uh, to be a, t- a quarterback that can lead his team to some victories. He did finish this season 26 touchdown passes, which was eighth in the NFL, uh, 67.3% completion record, sixth in the NFL also. Uh, and the guy can run 413 rush yards, seven touchdowns. Uh, but again, I really think that this game uh, can boil down to uh, who's going to establish the run Mm -hmm. uh, Carlos Hyde uh, and then of course Duke Johnson there Uh, again just another one another little picture that I came across but uh, of the top paid uh, running backs in the league right now did you see Duke Johnson is the only one that's in the top 10 of the highest paid running backs in the league (laughs) Duke Johnson can you believe that in the playoffs right now in the playoffs right now he's the highest paid in the playoffs that's crazy he's really just Mm -hmm. he's a scat back that's crazy now who do you have winning this one because I have the Bills I think they get it done you know a part of me wants to go the Bills I I, I really really do I'm a I'm a huge fan of Josh Allen Mm -hmm. um huge fan of Cole uh, Cole Beasley you know a huge fan of John Brown just some of those underdog type of guys that you that you know put in the work and they they show it on the football field but they just don't get all the all the credit for it yeah they're a team with I would love to see they're a team with uh, no wide receiver over six feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. So uh, definitely, you know, I would love to see them win, uh, but I just cannot count out um, Houston in this one. You know, you saw you saw Deshaun Watson uh, play very, very well against the New England Patriots. You saw mm-hmm. him play very well early on in the season against uh, a healthy Drew Brees and the Saints at the Superdome. Uh, so it's just a situation where I feel like Deshaun Watson is no stranger to big games. However, Josh Allen really hasn't been a part of a big game yeah, uh, in that's, his career yet. What do you think? That's uh, a I good, got the Texans winning this one 20 to 13. Yeah, it's a good point. I think it will be a pretty low scoring game, but I just I think the Bills defense is going to be able to take away the edge that the Texans have on offense and kind of make it a much uh, more neutral defensive game. And I just I just think the Bills barely pull it out. Okay. Okay. What do you what's what's your score prediction? I don't think I caught that. Uh I think close. Hard to uh, say. Yeah, it's hard to say. Probably like 20 right. to 17, a very close game. Sure. Sure. No, absolutely. I I definitely agree it's going to be a one possession game. Uh you know, it's the playoffs, so uh no team's going to go down uh without at least a fight, you Especially know I mean? the Bills. They've <laughs> they've wanted a, you know, yeah. a playoff game for so long. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. Another big thing is they're traveling to Houston. A uh, bunch of crazy crazy fans down here in Texas, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So moving on to a game that I know you're extremely excited for. Oh yeah. Tennessee Titans come in at nine and seven facing the twelve and four New England Patriots Saturday, primetime game, seven fifteen central time. Uh again, they come in nine and seven and they come in uh, like a ball of fire, man. What do you think? Okay, so this it's a little bit bold, but I think the Titans win this. I, I really do. Okay. Tannehill, he has okay. the best passer rating in a game. Derrick Henry coming off a 200 rush yard game. AJ Brown has been unstoppable and New England's offense it's hard to trust right now. Brady he's hit 300 yards, recorded a passer rating in triple digits or reached 18.5 fantasy points in just one of his last 10 games. So they their yes, offense sir. has just not been there and Julian Edelman he's been a little bit banged up and he hasn't been getting it done either especially fantasy wise 6.9 receiving fantasy points per game over the last three games i think the titans pull off the the upset they've been wanting to get in the playoffs for such a long time i think it'll be close but i i just think the titans pull it off 
Sure, sure. No, and and for every every reason to be confident in this one, uh, for sure. Uh, I mean, you're talking about a team that can establish the run uh, extremely well, uh, and and really complement that with uh, Ryan Tannehill's performance. Uh, you know, since this team, since he took over the team, he's seven and three as a starter, has one of the highest completion ra- uh, ratings uh, in the NFL right now, and the guy is uh, pretty athletic. Four rushing touchdowns on the season, uh, and then of course John Brown, can, you know, was able to surpass a thousand yards this. Season. Season, nine total touchdowns uh, in the last uh, in the last six games. Um, John Brown actually four point two um, receiving yards per game. I'm I'm sorry uh, per reception and uh, and six touchdowns over the last six games. So uh, definitely something to keep an eye on. But ultimately, I really think that this defense that we've been talking about. Um, you know, from very, very early on this season, we knew that they were going to be uh, extremely, extremely tough to beat. And, and they yeah. really have shown that they've really kept this team and a lot of the ball games that they have won. Uh, you know, if they did not have this type of defense, I really don't think that this may be pretty bold. But if they didn't have this type of defense, I really don't think that we would even see the Patriots in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, that's uh, I, I agree Am I with crazy that. to think that. No, I agree yeah. with that. They. The yeah. games they've won have been, you know, when the defense is great, but the defense hasn't been that great only against as of the late. bad teams. As of late. They've mm-hmm. been, you know, mm-hmm. I think the NFL offenses are starting to figure it out a little bit. I just think there's so many things you have to worry about on the Titans right now. I, I just right. think that they pull it off. Now, who do you have winning this one? You know, I just ultimately... I know that the Patriots are very, very well, are very, very good at taking away your mm-hmm. number one threat yeah and I think that they focus on shutting down Derrick Henry and I really think that sh- that at least tightens the windows um that Ryan Tannehill is actually going to be able Definitely. to throw against now I know we saw John Brown able to get some separation AJ? on AJ? Stephon Gilmore uh no 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 uh John Brown oh I'm yeah. sorry AJ Brown a- AJ, yes yeah. no I'm, I'm thinking of the Bills I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know Bills. what I'm thinking but AJ AJ Brown I know we've been able to see him get separation uh against a lot of uh, the top corners in the game so we're, we're talking about a a very tight matchup for sure especially whenever you talk about how hot the Titans are coming into this yeah. game and, red hot. And, and it feels like the Patriots are still trying to kind of get going. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really feel like, oh, man, you better watch out for those Patriots. They're this, on it again. This doesn't feel like you know December, I mean? January Patriots. Right, right. Now, I don't know if you follow this page on uh, on on Instagram or not, but definitely one that I would recommend called Fair Shake Football. Uh, it says, Derrick Henry has rushed for almost 900 yards, actually 896 and 10 touchdowns over just the last six games at an average of 6.5 yards per carry. He's averaged 23, 149, and 1.7 per game in that time. In the previous nine game, he had not, uh, 644 yards. So the guy is just on a different level right now. Yeah, he's, he's um, playing so at if he can, such an elite level. That's the t- Yes, the he pa- is. The Patriots, to win, I think they have to shut him down. But can you shut down Derrick Henry? No one's really been able to do can it you? this season. Can you? Exactly. And and he's, uh, I mean, pretty close to about 100% right now. I know he kind of had that lingering hamstring injury, but the... Uh, didn't seem the to Titans matter last week. Thing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it really didn't. It really didn't. So uh, definitely rooting for the Titans. Definitely rooting for the Titans. Uh, but I really think the Patriots pull this one out in a, in a, another one-possession game, 24-20. Yeah. to 20. I, I, think I think it's that they close. Barely... No, no, absolutely. And I really think that it comes down to the wire, too. I really don't think... 
uh, that this is going to be something where either team is going to be fighting from behind. I really think that they're going to be scrapping the entire game. But yeah, I'll I'm super, agree with that. Super excited Definitely. for this one. Yeah, super excited. Anything else to touch on before we move on to the next game, brother? Nothing much. I'm really excited that about that one. Is all <laughs> it's going to be a good game. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. I'm I'm right there with you. Well, if you don't got anything else, I'm ready to move on to the next one. We're talking about the Minnesota Vikings come in at ten and six. They're going to the Superdome to face a thirteen and three New Orleans Saints team at twelve o'clock Central Time. It's gonna be a good one, man. It's gonna be a good one. We remember you remember the last uh, the last playoff game between these oh, two yeah, teams. Oh yeah, that right? was one of the best sports moments of all time. That was the yeah, Minnesota no, miracle. Absolutely. It was incredible. Yes, sir. Now, yeah, absolutely incredible. I personally, I think the Saints win this one fairly easily. I just everything points to the uh, the Saints getting it. Kirk Cousins, we know he's not great under pressure in big moments. Uh, Michael Thomas, he's playing at a whole other level right now. It's at home for the Saints. I think they kind of just get this one done. I, I really do too. I really do too. It's just, um, it's just kind of business as usual type of thing. Uh, don't overthink it. You know, we all know kind of where C- Kirk Cousins stands as far as not necessarily that this is a primetime game, but a during primetime games and b uh, against teams with a running record. And this team definitely has a winning record 13 and 3 right now uh you know drew Brees is coming in um similar to the tennessee titans on fire hot. Uh, yeah. 70 yeah no absolutely and apart so, from delvin uh, cook, again apart from delvin cook the minnesota vikings they don't have that much and cook he's been dealing with that shoulder injury i know they've been resting him but he's just averaging 36 yards per game since week 11 so a little worrisome i just i don't think the vikings have much of a shot in this game you know, I, I really don't either. The only the only shot that I think that they do have is a couple of Dalvin Cook runs to the house, and I'm talking big runs, nothing, yeah. uh, Some... not, no 15 to 20 yards. I think that they're going to need um, a couple of those runs to um, to to take away those possessions and actually get some points. You know what I mean? Because yeah, they'll have I, to I score really don't fast. think that. Especially... No, absolutely. And I don't they'll think have that to score early. Be able... I don't right. think they and can. Not gonna... come back against the Saints. Right. No, absolutely. And I mean, I just don't think that uh, that this team is going to be able to put several full complete drives, you know, whether you're starting from the 25 yard line and you're working your way. I don't think that they're going to be able to sustain that type of game. Definitely. Um, You know, you know what I mean? So definitely, I think that's what it's going to take. Dalvin Cook having an absolutely huge game. Uh, And on the Saints side of the ball, I think it's just like I said, business as usual. Um, You know, let the let the offense run around. Uh, the best quarterback on the team, uh, Taysom Hill. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that, that's another thing about the Saints. Kidding. The Saints have so many ways they can score on you, whether it's Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Taysom Hill. I mean, Jared Cook is yeah. now a beast. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yes, I, I no, think absolutely. Saints handle this easily. Yeah, I do too. I think this is the uh, the only game I have. Yep, this is the only game that I have predicted that it's not a one-possession game. I've got the Saints taking care of business 24-13 to 13 in this one. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I Yeah, I think the Vikings don't score two touchdowns. No, no, I don't either. I think they get a pair of Dan Bailey field goals and uh that's about uh That sounds pretty accurate know, to me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, uh moving on to uh the last game of the wild card weekend. Um uh, it's going to hurt me to talk about this one, but you're going to make me do it anyways. Uh Seahawks come in 11 and 5 and they travel to Philadelphia 9 and 7 NFC East champ team 
taking uh, on Sunday at 3.40 p.m. Central Time. Uh, the last time that this team played each other, Russell Wilson, 200 yards, one touchdown, one interception. The Seahawks did end up winning that game, but it was on a Rashad Penny huge, huge game. Yeah, him, and they're not going to have that type of run game in this one. He's gone, and so is uh, uh, Chris Carson. Chris Carson, and so mm-hmm. is Alshon Jeffrey, and everyone else on yep. the Eagles, and everyone but, else. <laughs> but so Seahawks, they really are missing a lot. Eagles are missing a lot. It's really the uh, both teams are just completely depleted with injuries. It's that's agreed. It's going to be. I think it's going to be close once again. I think the key mm-hmm. for the Eagles, if they want to have a chance to win this one, is going to be the tight end position. That's really the Seahawks' okay. main vulnerability. And Ertz, he's questionable right now. That's what I think it comes down to, is is Ertz playing, and if he is, what percent health is he at? Right, right. No, absolutely. And uh, I think that the injury was a whole lot worse. Don't know if you caught this news, but... Uh, it actually um, ended up being a broken rib diagnosis, a broken rib that actually caused more damages to his kidney or yeah. his liver or yeah, I'm not, I saw no that. doctor, it's... but something along those lines. So that's definitely pretty serious. I, I saw it. I don't know much medical again. stuff, but I don't think it was good. <laughs> right. No, no, absolutely. When you absolutely. see the, the word ruptured in a headline about someone's <laughs> kidney, it's not, it's never a good yes. thing. Now, the one interesting yes. thing, Dallas Godare, though, he's a great backup. And last week, Joshua yep. Perkins, I guess the third string tight end, he played on 78% of the snaps and he turned six mm-hmm. targets into 15 fantasy points. So I think he's able, but I think that, I think the Seahawks can win this one. The as depleted as the Seahawks are, the Eagles secondary right. is even <laughs> even worse. Right. No, absolutely. And that's uh, the, the big thing is, uh, you know, DK Metcalf coming in as a, as a rookie this year. You know, we knew he was fast. We didn't know uh, how much he would progress throughout the season uh, in preseason yeah. and throughout. Yeah. And throughout the early parts of the season, we saw videos of DK Metcalf working out a lot with Russell Wilson. Uh, Russell Wilson is just a guy who can make anybody better. You know yeah, what I mean? He's a great uh, you know, quarterback. We're, we're seeing Jacob. Yeah, we're, we're seeing Jacob Hollister come in. Uh, who was the guy that got hurt? Will Disley. Oh, Will Disley. Will and before Disley, that, there was you know, another one. There was another one. They've gone yeah, through there, so there many, was, and each one comes yes. in, and Wilson makes them great. Yeah, no, a household name, absolutely. Tyler Lockett, just a guy that I'm sure was going to come in and just kind of be a utility guy, and he's turned out to be the wide receiver one. Uh, still don't trust him in fantasy. I don't care what anybody says. but <laughs> Yeah, he's not, uh, not super durable. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. But at the end of the day, I just can't turn the cheek on this one to Russell Wilson. Uh, I, I really think, um, you know, Seahawks find a way to win this game. I do, too. And I too. think the Eagles find a way to stay in the game. I do, so too. So I don't think just... that it's not, you know, I, it's just one of those type of things, one of those type of things. I've got the game, one possession game again, 27-24, another game that I think is going to, okay, maybe the Eagles can come from behind a little bit, but I think that they always stay within that kind of one possession. I don't ever think that it gets yeah, I too, would agree too far with that. out of hand that they got to scrap all the way I back. think it's pretty much the Seahawks are winning by a little bit the whole game. And then they win it yeah. by a little bit. I don't see the Seahawks sure. have enough active personnel right now to really pull ahead, but the Eagles don't have enough to really, you know, make that strong surge. Right, right. But I no, think it'll be a good game. Absolutely. And that's the thing about all of these games. Apart from one, they're all going to be great games we're predicting, great close games between teams that have gone right. against each other, have history. And it's going to be a great wild card weekend. Uh, it really is. Oh, no, is. I'm... I'm 
I'm super excited for it. I'm super, super excited for it. Um, man, that's going to really wrap it up just for the breakdown of the wildcard weekend matchups. Again, several really, really great matchups. If you have some time on the weekend to just hang out, grab you some drinks, do whatever you got to do, but watch some football, man. It's going to be great. It doesn't matter which game, which game you guys watch. Moving on to a couple of last questions. Let's just kind of wrap it up with a couple of these. A few of these that we actually touched on, so I'm only going to wrap it up with the last couple of questions that I gave for you on the notes. But what's the underdog team that you think has has a a chance to really uh to really make a playoff run you know we're talking about teams like the bills the texans um you know even on the nfc side of the ball uh, which underdog uh, has a chance to yeah um yeah yeah you know honestly my favorite out of these and i know i look biased because i'm wearing the chris johnson jersey but the titans i think they've got a great chance they're really one of the most complete offenses i know they don't have the defense but they've got an elite runner they've got a quarterback playing an elite level and then they've got some wide receivers who are just really shining so if there's if their defense can step up just a little bit i think they have a legitimate shot at a super bowl run look i definitely agree with you and i i know i know what you mean by not wanting to sound biased but i'm right there with you Uh, i'm right there with you with the tennessee titans being my team also Look, I really think that if they can find a way to get past this Patriots team, who's who's definitely the best coaching wise to oh, yeah. adjust to what what your team is doing. So if they can somehow beat that and move on to the Baltimore Ravens, isn't that who they'll play? I believe uh, so. Baltimore or Chiefs, one of those. But I mean, that'll be a great right. game. <laughs> right? No, no, absolutely, absolutely. And I think that the defense, just the entire team as a whole, is coming in red hot. And I'd love to see them. I think if they can catch this win, I think they catch huge huge momentum moving oh forward. yeah if and they I can take they down can the patriots yeah they i mean who who could stop them at that point with that much momentum that's gonna be no, it's, it's a great playoff picture really a lot of teams that have chances there isn't really a single team except eagles mm-hmm. and maybe vikings but even they have chances but there's not a team that just oh why are they here they're all teams that want to compete can compete and very well could compete all the way to the super bowl yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Man, let's wrap it up with this last question. All right. What's your Super Bowl prediction, brother? Super Bowl, uh, what you got? I, I got Saints in it from the NFC. I I just think they're, you know, well coached. They've got great personnel and Drew Brees wants another Super Bowl. And then I think the Chiefs, I think they make it on the AFC side. Okay. Okay. I think okay. No, uh, I, I the experience Mahomes Mahomes has and the speed of Tyreek Hill, and that defense is finally starting to, you know, take form. That's what they've been missing the past couple of years. But I think the Chiefs make it, but I think the Saints edge them out in the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, that's great. That's a great prediction. I actually got the Saints in the Super Bowl also. I think it's going to boil down to uh, a Saints and 49ers in the AFC cha- or NFC Championship. Um, and I think uh, Saints are going to get the better of them this time. They're not going to let the uh, big George Kittle run. <laughs> Um, you know, catch and run, bother them too, too much. I think that they, uh, like you said, great coaching staff, great players all the way around. Uh, Drew Brees, um, one of the one of the great quarterbacks that we've got in the league still. I do think that the Saints make it to the Super Bowl. And on the AFC side, not much of a curveball, pretty consensus with it. I think I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens man. I think that yeah. they've looked, yeah, yeah. I mean, hard I really to bet, think Lam- that they've Hard looked, to bet against Lamar Jackson right now absolutely and at the end of the day 
There hasn't been one team except for maybe the Buffalo Bills that has looked like they've put any type of pressure yeah. on stopping that offense. That's um, I think you know, so. I think if the Bills could make it, if the Bills offense was just a little bit better, they could take down right. the the Ravens mm-hmm. at some point, but I don't think they're going to make it that far. Right. Right. No, absolutely. Well, I mean, that's mine, man. Like I said, Saints, Ravens, I think, and you said who again? You said Saints. I said and... Saints, Kansas City. So both would be great Saints, games to watch. Yo, no, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Well, Calvin, thank you so much for joining me today, man. Uh, anytime you want to do this again, definitely let me know. Definitely. Guys, it's if a you lot of fun. This video, yeah, absolutely. Guys, if y'all watch this video, thank you guys so much. Calvin, you got anything else you want to say, brother? Um, I'm excited to watch some football. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm excited. Thank you guys All very right. much. Thank you.